0: Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North build a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Neering, is a homeschooler with five kids who has homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Neering, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Neering. Hey everybody, it's Lisa Neering here again from True North Homeschool Academy, and I am on the podcast Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. I am so glad you are here. We are gonna focus on the life skill of understanding high school. <laughs> As so many of us are homeschooling, as our kids get older, obviously we move into high school, and one of the things that I get asked a lot at True North Homeschool Academy is what is a typical course of study? Of course, people aren't asking that question because they're not sure it's the actual question to ask, but really what people are wanting to know is what does a normal high school course of study look like? So I want to take this podcast time to talk about what a typical course of study is for high school. I'm going to do another podcast on a typical course of study for junior high. Um, This is something that seems really basic to those of us in education, but if you haven't lived in the world of education, it might seem like new information. So hopefully I'll fill in, give you guys some basic definitions, and then fill in with some extra stuff that you might not have thought about before. A typical course of study is really going to focus on what I call the core four subjects. And the core four subjects are English, math, science, and history. In addition to the core four, you want to add in electives and extracurricular. It's going to really depend on the type of transcript, how many credits you give with each of those, and where your student plans to land after high school. Vocational programs, colleges and universities, Ivy League, conservatory, the military, all warrant focusing on different aspects of your student's learning program. We can help you make a personalized learning plan at Trenort Home School Academy. We often do free workshops for that and stuff, so go check out the Trenorthome School Academy Facebook page and check the events calendar for any upcoming events where we talk about how to create a personalized learning plan for high school and actually junior high as well. So let's dive into what a typical course of study looks like with the core four. I'm going to start with English, English and Language Arts. In high school, What you most commonly see on a high school transcript is ninth grade lit and comp, world literature and comp, lit and comp. What I mean by lit and comp is literature and composition. You're going to start with ninth grade literature and composition, then world lit and comp, 11th grade U.S. lit and comp, and 12th grade British lit and composition. You can absolutely change those up. They don't have to be in any particular order if you don't want to. But I would say for sure your student is going to need to know how to write a basic five paragraph essay. I would focus on a persuasive essay, compare and contrast essay as well, a research paper and creative writing, possibly even a short story. I love to throw in formal poetry. Um, It's kind of something I think everybody benefits from and speech and, um, and debate as well. Now, if your kiddo is struggling with spelling or vocabulary, I would actually fold those in to the English classes. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't name those in particular on the transcript. So anything that your kiddo needs to focus on with literature and composition, you want to fold those into the classes. You can simply name those classes on the transcript, English 1, English 2, English 3, English 4, or you can name them by specific literature eras that you are focusing on. And of course, you can take deep dives into certain areas. You can do a whole thing on C.S. Lewis or Jane Austen or anything else that you really have a particular interest in. But that is an English typical course of study for high school. Let's move on to math. So a typical course of study for math in high school would be Algebra 1, Geometry, Algebra 2, and then Pre-Trig, Pre-Calc, etc. Now, that is an academic course of study for kids who are going on into science, math, or trying to get scholarships for college and university. I would suggest at least three, four, if possible, academic math classes. You can also add in personal finance, accounting, um, business math, anything math related. If you have students who struggle with math, you can add in algebra half as a ninth grade class class. You can change this up to fit the needs of your student. But this I'm just talking about typical course of study right now for the college bound student um, or a college created transcript. Let me let me say that instead of a college bound student, because right now we're in this flex time where um, degrees aren't as important as they used to be. To be honest, go go check out my Rethinking College podcast. So let's talk about a science, typical course of study. A typical course of study for science would look like physical science, possibly. Biology, chemistry, physics, or anatomy and physiology, or other advanced science. If your student is going into a science field, I would highly suggest getting labs, hands-on labs with those classes. You can also change them up. They don't have to be in any particular order, although I would suggest that physical science, biology, and chemistry is a nice little sequence to prepare your students for upper-level sciences. A typical course of study for history would be world geography in ninth grade or even eighth grade, world history, U.S. history, and then government and economics. Now, a lot of states aren't requiring government and econ anymore. I think that's a tragedy and could reflect some of the um, bad political decisions our country's been making lately. So I really encourage every student to take government and econ. Um, If you are following a classical model, you might want to throw in ancient history, medieval history, Renaissance, and modern history as well. And um, of course, like with English, you can do deep dives into certain areas of history that are really um, in, in, of interest to your student. Like you could do a whole unit study, semester or year long study on like the World Wars or something like that. Um, once you have those core planned for the year, it's going to be so much easier to fill in with electives and extracurriculars. You don't have to do all of the classes every single year. You can double up. Um, I suggest content areas, not so much skill areas. So by content, I mean things like English and history, as well as Bible. Um, you could double up or triple up in a year on those classes. Skill-based classes that that uh, build on each other sequentially, like math or science or Latin, those kind of classes, I would take every single year if you can possibly do it. But again, you're a homeschooler, so you have a lot of flexibility. Don't forget that. I would also say um, with the core four, don't forget foreign language. This can be any ancient or modern language. And and keep in mind that Latin is a fantastic foundation for grammar and learning how to learn a foreign language. I've talked so often before about critical language and how they're a great way to earn scholarship dollars. And then don't forget modern foreign languages. This can be any modern foreign language, French, German, Spanish. We offer those three as well as Hebrew, Chinese and Latin at North School Academy. I also want to talk about physical education. I would encourage you to get um to really at least try to shoot for a half a credit each year for high school and you can just use a simple log sheet. You can have your kids log just basketball that they're playing with their friends or going on walks or actually team sports or or directed p e studies that they're doing We are offering dance at the movies for a really fun p e credit this year. Don't overlook music. I would just encourage you to do a general overview of music, including possibly music theory. Um, Instrument lessons count as well. You can use log sheets for music, just like you can for PE. And you can put on the log sheets, you can put the lessons, the practice, the theory, um, performances they've given, even if they help teach another student music, all that can go onto the log sheets. For PE and music, I'm getting a little bit into credits here, but you can um, definitely put up to two credits of, of either PE or music on your kid's transcript every single year makes total sense, especially those kids who are really going after it. I would also try to um, get in at least one credit of art or humanities. Um, so general understanding of how art um, influenced the culture or photography, form and color, even Photoshop. These are really great art and humanities classes to take. Um, don't overlook Bible and apologetic study. Personally, I think every high school student should take some kind of Bible or apologetic study every single year, especially if you're coming from a Christian tradition. That should include Old and New Testament, church history, and even apologetics. Um, Our kids should really leave high school having a general understanding of the Bible, the 66 books of the Bible, how they all interact with each other and the major themes of each. And um, also, what, what does church history look like through the ages and how did that form and shape cultures and events and places. Um, I would really encourage you to take time and read and discuss the Bible together as well as memorizing scripture. Um, Awanas and the Bible be are excellent programs to commit the Bible to memory and you could absolutely include that in your morning basket. Morning baskets for high schoolers can be really fun and kids take initiative at that point generally. So it's a fun time to actually learn together. Don't overlook basic computer information systems as your kids get older. You're going to want them to understand how to do PowerPoint, video editing, um, being really aware of Internet safety. We're offering a class called Digital Leadership this year that really focuses in on Internet safety and bullying, cyberbullying, and how to protect themselves from that as well as others. And then accountability for themselves and others online. High school should also include at least a half a credit of health that can be general health information, introduction to addictions, cybersecurity and addictions, ages and stages, as well as reproductive health. There's not too many health curriculums on the market, but you could definitely do a nutrition unit on your own and then um, bring in other pieces of information for health that are really important to you. I would really focus in high school on vocational and career interests, including entrepreneurship. We are in a quickly changing global market, and the gig economy is something that someplace that your kids will live in. So, if you're not sure what's going on with the future of work, go check out the podcast and blog post that I did on the future of work just a couple of weeks ago. Um, having your kids do a vocational interest class in high school is going to save you and them probably a lot of money and time. And we're offering orienteering at True North Home School Academy. It's a great way for your kids to really think about who they are. What kind of things are they interested in and what kind of jobs are there for that kind of person? Um, It's going to be really important that your kids have some idea about entrepreneurship because, again, they'll be living in a gig economy, going from gig to gig. So spending some time in high school on vocational and career interests, including entrepreneurship, really getting an idea of who they are as people, life skills and personal finance—these are all really important pieces of high school. And don't overlook it as you're cramming in academics. Now, I'm coming from a very academic point of view, so I don't overlook academics, but we need to make sure that we're preparing our kids for this really quickly changing job market that they're going to be part of. I would I would really encourage you to spend some time and money on that. Okay, so those are the cores. These are the core classes that you should really focus on in high school. Um, And again, a typical course of study um, with electives can vary and vary widely and be really diverse one student to another because every student in high school is going to probably find things that are of interest and curiosity to them and want to get into them. The main point of high school, in my opinion, is for your kids to get a broad understanding of what's going on in the world. That's part of why we do typical courses study like take science, biology, chemistry, physical science, They're learning about how things work. And high school is really giving your kids a really basic vocabulary of a lot of different subjects and allowing them to explore. That's an important part of high school. So your kids should have time for extraneous reading outside of their classes, um, listening to books on tape, uh, watching movies, doing things like art and drama, electronics, doing clubs, um, and that kind of thing. High school is really a place for them to develop new interests and seek out um different things to do and and think about activities and unique experiences i would also really encourage you in high school to make time for your kiddo to do some community service and i would recommend at least 15 hours a year that's not hard some kids can do it in a, in a week just with camp church camp VBS, or whatever um i know there, you know if your kid is medically fragile or has any kind of health issues or something it can be fi- hard to find places for your kids to serve could always write um, letters to service men and women that are abroad, collect coats or food for the local um, coat driver food pantry. You might have to get creative, but high schoolers typically are very creative, and help them brainstorm ways to to give back to the community that they live in. I would also really take time to teach your kids about internet safety and how to protect themselves from addictions, pornography, and perpetrators. Look, I've said this before. Your kids don't have to go looking for porn. It will look for them and find them. So help them get safe, get smart. I recommend the book Glow Kids. Um, It's really a great book that talks about internet addictions and how it changes kids' uh, reactions and response times. Even read it with them. You know, you don't want your kids to get snared into an addiction at a young age, and that could really have devastating implications for them. So take some time to talk with them about that. Um, As they go through high school, you're going to want to think about testing, probably options and ACT test prep. I just think that test prep is really good uh, bang for your buck, pennies on the dollar. Um, Just one test score on the one test point on the ACT can mean the difference between having a partial scholarship and a full scholarship. So test prep could really be an important part of what you're doing for high school. And then I would say things like national platinum exam and um, german national exam and other kind of exams and activities that your kids are involved in ahg um, trail life any of those kind of experiences you want to actually put on the transcript and this is a great time high school is a great time for your kids to get involved in doing those kind of things and the the transcript and your course of study for high school should really reflect the diversity of things that your kids have tried and experienced and then really helping them develop their otherliness. I'll talk about that in another podcast. So high school should be a combination of both, wide diversity and then really trying to develop into one area very, very well. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you shared, download it and give us a review. Um, we're so glad you're here. Again, this is Lisa Nearing for True North Homeschool Academy with Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. I'll talk to you soon. We're so honored that you're listening and that you share this podcast, Life Skills 101, with your friends and family. Every time you share the show and post about it, it really makes our day. Make sure you subscribe and download this podcast so that you never miss an episode. You can subscribe so that you get alerted to each and every show. Leave a review for this podcast, Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. We're so honored that you're listening. Until next time, this is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy.